Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What is up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 67 of the Happy Tans Podcast. Today's episode, I'm happy to welcome Jessica Cortez to the podcast. She's been in the industry for over eight years, has gone through some changes as far as having uh, being mobile, having physical locations, now to having an actual storefront. She's obviously gone through the challenges as everyone else has due to COVID. However, she's still looking to, to grow through this over time and looking for the long-term picture of everything and saying, you know, focus back on what your why is, why you got started. Uh, so on and so forth, to make sure that you remain focused during the challenging times. As she mentions, the slower time, the slower season for spray tanners, which we consider Jason, which is July through uh, through November, uh, the slower time of the year. So always keep in mind that why you're doing what you do, which is why our free uh, 14-day boot camp, the first thing we talk about is mindset because that's huge, right? Everybody can ride that momentum, uh, ride the wave of momentum when times are good, but when times are challenging, it's a little bit more difficult to do. So make sure you always have a why for what you do. So Jessica has a lot of great information in here. She shares how she was able to grow her business even after relocating to a completely new city and knowing nobody, how she's able to leverage referrals, uh, social media, and just connecting with other people and how consistency has been a key to her as well as her message to herself, which is never give up. I think a lot of people could take that to heart and really live by that, no doubt about it. So Jessica, thank you so much on behalf of me and the entire Happy Tans community for joining us on this episode. It was really great to get to hear more of your story and learn more about you and your past in the industry. We're excited to see where you go from here. As you know, the Happy Tans podcast, as always, is sponsored by the Happy Tans website builder, the first and the only website builder created specifically for sunless tanning businesses. Now is the perfect time to Spend some time in revamping your, your image and your marketing and your website. We take care of the website for you. We remove all the technical headaches, anything you have to run into. We are here to help you. Not only that, the websites are professionally designed. They're optimized and you will be found online on Google, which nobody else can say for sure. We actually optimize them out of the box for you so it's ready to go and ready to rank for you. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Grant at happytans.com. Check us out, happytans.com. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Jessica Cortez from Beautifully Bronze in Houston, Texas. How are you doing today, Jessica? Hello, I am great. Excited to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your your time. I'm excited to hear your story, learn more about you. And we were having a little chat pre, pre-record, so I'm excited to, to do that. So let me open up the floor for a minute and let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you, how long you've been in the industry, any any fun things like that we'd love to hear to learn more about you oh well goodness um okay well again my name is jessica i live in houston texas um i went to cosmetology school for aesthetics gosh i think 13 years ago which kind of led me into everything and anything i could learn about skincare and um one of the medical day spas that i was working at had spray tanning and i was just intrigued because of the safety um or how much safer it is for your skin versus tanning beds because lord knows i've had my time in a tanning bed so i was trying to promote healthy skin and healthy living and so that just kind of trickled into me thinking you know what i can do this myself 
And I said, after my son was born, who is now 11, I started a mobile spray tan business, which led into having a few studios, which then now I have um, a storefront and I've been here now for about four years at the storefront. So spray tanning total, probably, I would say probably eight years. Okay. Wow. So about 2012-ish, somewhere around there? Somewhere around there, yeah. Wow. Kind of a, kind of old school. <laughs> <laughs> Showing my <laughs> No, not at all. Not at all. 25 years old is not old. So uh, <laughs> now that's awesome. So you were working at this, the, the, the day spa and kind of introduced you to the idea and you were like, Hey, look at this. I could, I could do this. There's a demand. Yeah. yeah especially because um, I, I had quit working for a while after my son Davis was born and um I started thinking like, what can I do to work part time? And so I would take clients at my house um, for skincare. So I was doing facials and stuff out of my house. And then that kind of led me into wanting to do more. So I was like, you know what? Like I can do, I can do spray tanning. I can, I can make this something. However, I started out with like the world's smallest machine. So it took me (laughs) almost 45 to do one spray tan (laughs) so that there there was there's lots of learning curves along the way which I didn't know because I had never purchased a machine of my own before and I'm pretty sure that I purchased a machine that you're supposed to do airbrush makeup with and not a whole body but um hey I made it work Yeah, you're not the only one in that boat for sure. I I remember my time at Sholey, and I won't uh, obviously say anybody's names, but I remember working talking to somebody, and she was doing the old airbrush, and it was thirty to forty-five minutes. And I said, "Look, I hear from people that they're leaving and going to your competition because it's taking so long. You've had a couple so long, people. yeah. You've had I a bet. couple people faint, <laughs> and yeah, it's it's not. Yeah, I mean, a three to five minute process is much better. So yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. So it's it's a good, uh, interesting uh, concept for. I think a lot of people are were in, are in your shoes or have been in your shoes, whereas like they they maybe uh, took some time off from work, maybe they had or started a family, and then they're just looking for options, ways to get back out there. And the mobile tanning is such a such a great way to do it because it's so flexible. You can make some decent money, and and there's so many opportunities. I feel like for that convenience factor for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how did you, when you started doing that, then how did you get your name out there? Uh, I guess you were already doing some facial and, and skincare type stuff, but how did you? Well, now I was in a different city. So moving to oh, Houston, wow. I didn't know anybody. And um, really, I just started putting, I didn't do any Groupons here. I've tried that before when I lived in a different state. And um, really, it was just, trying to connect with people. I wasn't active on Instagram and I don't, I mean, Instagram was around, but it wasn't like it was now. And so I was just trying to join different moms groups and put my name out there and offer discounts for first time clients and really connect with people on Facebook is, is really how I started um, getting clients and really trying to push for client referrals. So the majority of the people that I, I had, especially at the time, were all client referrals. Um, and I, I had a, or I'd still do, but have a uh, client referral program. So that, that helped 
a lot. I mean, again, especially not knowing anybody coming to a new city. It's kind of, well, it's not kind of, it's very overwhelming. Like, well, what am I going to do now to start completely over again? So it's just really trying to hustle and get your name out there as much as you can. Yeah. It's a, that's another challenge for sure. Cause there's a lot of people that are either maybe military spouses and they're moving a lot or just relocating is much more common nowadays. And you're just, the flexibility is hard. And obviously you establish your name in a community and that doesn't like roll over to a new community. You have to reestablish yourself. Right. Nobody knows who you are. So it's an interesting situation. Uh, nevertheless, but, uh, you know, the referral, what, what is your referral program? What, how does that, what does that look like? It sounds like it's pretty successful for you. Well, so right now I have, um, these little, um, they're the size of business cards and it, on one side it just says refer a friend. And on the other, if you refer up to five people, then the person, there's a line on there that says referred by. And then, so they would put my name, I referred them. And if they, get five cards brought back in, then they get a complimentary uh, spray tan for referring five people. And then for each person that comes in, um, they both get $10 off their spray tans and then the fifth one is free. Okay. Okay. And that's, that's worked well for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's it. It's a, I think a lot of people drop the ball in the referral programs. It's huge. Growing, growing via word of mouth is the, best way you can do it right nobody can yeah for sure personal recommendations are the best way to do it uh, no doubt about that so i'm sure you've had lots of ups and downs in the business so far over the past eight years and moving to a new location and having a little one always challenging with the the juggling the family life and you said you'd open multiple locations or i guess multiple places and now you're in a, a good spot there so I, I just want to talk about the ups and downs of the roller coaster of the entrepreneurial uh, life and talk about first we'll start off with like the worst moment you've had in your business so far and then on the flip side we'll look at the best but let's start with the worst moment so far the worst moment so far i mean <laughs> i feel like the worst moment so far would be our current situation in covid would be worse <laughs> moments yeah. so far um, that's definitely been challenging in itself, but, um, other than that worst moment, there's been, I don't want to say a lot of little ones, but there's just been a lot of learning curves as far as when we go through slow season, what do you do to keep the momentum going without burning and crashing? Um, but worst moment, gosh, that's a tough one. Cause I keep just thinking, currently with COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which would probably be a lot of people's worst moments. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, that's been probably the most challenging thing as it's, I'm sure been for so many people right now. Um, but I would say one of the, I would say challenging is just finding that work and life balance because I want there's there's always so much that I want to do and that I don't know I need to tackle everything and I feel like I have to do everything at once and then getting home and doing basketball and soccer and dinner and everything and trying to have to shut it off where I would want to be on my phone or computer trying to reach out to people or making different graphics or oh I need to get this email ready um, so I would say for me personally, it's, it's 
time management and jug trying to juggle everything at once. Um, and then what can I do to attract new clients that haven't been here before to set myself apart from other competitors in the area? Yeah. Yeah, that's a challenge though. The work life balance or integration, whatever you want to call it for, for anybody that even working at a, a job, I guess would be the same, but for having your own business, it's like never ending and something I might, you know, I have a little daughter, she's not even two and a half yet. And I had to teach myself one, leave my phone somewhere else. And two, like turn off your mind as much as you can to that and just live in the moment because mm-hmm. these moments will be gone <laughs> before you know it. And they've been yeah, flying by. So um, it is a challenging thing. I think a lot of people, you know, uh, and, and I want to be fair to, to my daughter and make sure that she knows she's got my full attention and nothing really does compare to her. Uh, but mm-hmm. I'm still super, super ag- aggressive when I can be about how to grow the business or, or grow a business, right? You have to be focused to do that too. Right. Yeah. I think um, prioritizing that list, the to-do list is hard, like you said. And then the, the whole thing about the instant gratification, which is what we're so used to nowadays from, you know, mm-hmm. Amazon and all this kind of stuff just kind of conditions us to think, I want this and I want it now. How can I make it happen the fastest way possible? And if it doesn't, you just, you probably have that let down, right? And then you're like, oh, it kind of pushes you back a little bit. I'm sure you can relate. Yeah, to that. yeah for sure. Especially starting off like in a typical year, um, you go through seasons like spring break and summer and everybody's going on vacations and you're like, oh my gosh, yes. So you're at the top of the hill at the roller coaster just like this is amazing and then all of a sudden it plummets because then you go through as everybody in the spray tan industry knows of jason when it just Mm -hmm. slows down you're like wait wait hello is my phone broken what's going on yeah (laughs) so keeping that same drive going and remembering why you started it in the first place and to keep that same kind of just the passion and everything the same as it was before. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And I think everybody's been there. It's challenging when, when it's all good and you're working and busy, that momentum is so easy to just ride that wave. But when you have a couple of days, a couple of weeks, maybe it's slower, you can quickly lose that momentum. I think everybody's been there and it's really about, like you said, remembering that why, why did you start? You have to maybe have that written down, have it at your desk so you can see it or whatever motivates you, right? Pictures of your family. I don't know, a vacation house or something like Mm -hmm. that whatever it is, because it's easy to lose that momentum. So let me ask you then, Jessica, you've been through a few, you know, eight years, you said in the industry, so you've been through the Jason multiple times. I know when I worked at Sholee, we knew every single year, like April through June, then it was slam, slam. And then mm-hmm. as soon as it gets hot or whatever, it just yeah. like, you're like, what's going on here? And so what have you done to maintain that momentum or that'd be the first question or second, like find a way around that other services, anything like that. We do offer teeth whitening now and that's helped a lot. Um, especially when things do start to take a dip. Um, but I will, one thing that has helped is I'll run different Google ads to target new clients and then offer them, um, special discounts if they've never been in or complimentary travel size retail or even an exfoliating XMIT um, at their first session too, just to try to entice them to come in and 
when they get here to see, hey, they're they're awesome. I'm gonna go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's a Google so ad. Just different different things like that. The Google ad helped uh, helped a lot for us. Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people haven't explored that. I think it's a lot of people get on the Facebook or Instagram side of ads, which is great. But when you consider mm-hmm. when you consider the audiences like Instagram and Facebook you're technically like interrupting them in the middle of something and trying to capture their attention, which is challenging. Whereas Google, these people are probably already searching for something at least. Well, yeah. And that for us is why it helps so much because then if they're already searching for spray tanning in the area and we pop up as number one and there's our ad and then they see that they're getting something when they come in on top of that, then that that's helped us a lot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely helps. And uh, I know you rank really well, too, on Google, which probably helps tremendously. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. <laughs> which is a great thing. So uh, on the so the teeth whitening was good. That helps. Uh, what system do you use for the teeth whitening? We use Sun Smile. Okay. Yeah, very popular. Yeah. Yeah, they, they provide a great, great product. Um, what what do you so on the flip side of that? I know we kind of touched on the worst the worst moment or kind of the worst part of owning a business, I guess. Well, on the flip side of that, what is uh, the best moment you've had so far? The best moment it would either be certain people that I've spray tanned or opening up the salon. I felt like getting to this this point and opening up um, this location and getting to decorate the space even more and people walking through the front door I was like oh my gosh like I did this I was I was super excited um, and I mean again of course there's ups and downs with it but um, having this space I just I feel like I worked really hard for it and it's it means so much to me so that would that has to be like the the best moment in all of it yeah absolutely so what keeps me going when did you move into that location uh four years ago okay yeah yeah you said okay okay and the other places that you rented were they like uh sola salon type yeah yeah sola got it which is a great option too, but it's probably completely different than having your own ex- own place to give people a full experience. Yeah, and it was great. I mean, especially because there was so many pros to it, and the overhead is super low. And um, so, I mean, it was it's definitely going from mobile to having like a location. It was it's de- it was for sure a great stepping stone. So, I mean, even with that, I learned a lot. Like you know, you're in a building, so you have to kind of work even more like that, you know, Hey, I'm in here. Come find me kind of thing too. You're not visible out on the street. Yeah, absolutely. So when you transitioned from mobile to the first location that you had, did business like take off a lot? I think a lot of people are in that area where they're doing the mobile to experiment with the business, a little bit of overhead, just kind of see how it works. And they're worried about taking the step to having that overhead of the rent every month do. Oh, for sure. And I was, I was nervous about losing clients, which I did. I, I lost a lot of clients um, moving from mobile to studio because people, I kept, I kept mobile, but then once we had both of the studios going, I wasn't able to sustain it um, full time like I was. 
especially the area that I was servicing here in Houston, depending on traffic, I could get one to two people in in an hour versus if you're coming to me, I book every 15 minutes. So it's just um, made more sense. So losing the clients at first, like I was like, oh, it's a knife in the heart. And it was hard. So, I mean, it, it kind of was like, okay, well, let's, let's get it going. Let's start all, all over again. And, you know, what do I have to do? So being in the Sola, it was nice because I did get to cross promote with the other hairstylists and beauty, um, beauty workers in the building to offer discounts to their clients and, and vice versa. So, yeah. uh, you know, just kind of trying to do whatever you can to think out of the box to how to, what, what can I do to get my name out there and leaving little coupons and stuff at the front door. So people see it when they're checking in and stuff helped as well. Yeah. There's a lot of like ideal clients probably walking in that building, which you can almost guarantee. Yeah, for sure. That's probably an underrated thing. So how many, at, at, that was the two locations the most you had, or did you have more than that? No. Just, okay. Just, yeah. Were those like opposite sides of the city or were they different cities? Mm -hmm. No, I actually had two in the same building. So it was in oh, the wow. same, same location. Yeah. Wow. And that was right prior to before you moved into the current location. Right. Uh-huh. Wow. That's awesome. I think that's a, that's a good, that's a good thing. Obviously Houston's a pretty big city. So you have a lot of uh, clientele there and opportunities for you. So let's, let's rewind to, I guess, pre COVID if we can to see what, what did beautifully bronze look like at that time? How many people were working for you? I had two techs working for me, um, part, part time. Um, and I mean, even during, slow season we we stay pretty busy i mean of course there's days where um they're slower and for us it's to be expected um but before before covid it just i want to say for the most part it felt like it was running quite smooth um we send out email blasts as often as we can and update our blog just even just with um, beauty tips and tutorials or a do-it-yourself at home mask and just different things like that that aren't always related to spray tanning itself but promoting a healthy living and a healthy lifestyle or you know this is something that you can implement yourself or add into your routine or or little things like that yeah. as well. That's a great way to do it. I think a lot of people get kind of like tunnel minded with the whole spray tan thing. And they're like, Oh, you can have a blog, but how much can you write about it? I'm like, well, you have what, yeah, you know, you're incorporating the whole, like you said, healthier way of living and you have a background with, you know, cosmetology and you had that kind of passion for that stuff. So what else can you, what else is related? So that's a good way to pull it in. So it makes sense. And you're not like bugging people about all tanning related. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I tell clients, like, just even with the solutions that we use, if you're not going to put it in your body, why put it on your body? So yeah. even just with different skincare, um, I, I recently put something out on a do-it-yourself. Um, it was a chocolate body butter, but, and it's all clean ingredients, and it's something, it's stuff that, mo like, the majority of people keep in their house. So it's super easy to make. But um, little things like that, that, 
you know, you're purchasing these products over the counter and there's just so much just junk in it. And um, so it kind of, for me, ties in with the solution and the retail products that we carry here is, you know, it's all paraben free, it's gluten free, just all natural ingredients um, to have cleaner products for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good for everybody <laughs> and the environment and all these other mm-hmm. things too. So for, uh, for you, how, what do you use? Uh, just more technical. What do you use for email blast? Um, I use square for our booking system. So I use square for our, our email marketing also. Right. They have a marketing add on, right? I think it's like 25. Bucks yeah. 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 Very cool. That's, that's something a lot of people still don't utilize enough and probably just don't have edu- – they're not educated in, or haven't spent enough time, I guess, educating themselves on how to utilize it. But if you – you know, like you said, I'm assuming then you would write a blog post on your website, then kind of queue up something on the email system that mentions it and then link them over to your website. Is that how you would do it? Yes. Yep. Yep. Which is a great way because then you're driving people back to your site and they remember, oh, I should go get a spray tan. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then they have a feature on there on square that if you haven't opened the email within an X X amount of days and it sends out a reminder, um, which is, which was great even last week for labor day, uh, a few last minute clients coming in before they're like, Oh yeah, gosh, they're gonna be closed. So do they track, do they have pretty good tracking measuring measurements for that stuff? So you can see. They, yeah, yeah, they have, uh, the report, the reports on there are quite decent. And so it will actually tell you, you know, how many people obviously opened it, but then what your, uh, what, it, what it generated, what that email. Oh, generated. Revenue. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, yeah, that's great. Uh, so, so people are missing out on that for sure. So that's cool to, that's a cool thing to utilize in those times. Nice yeah, it's definitely nice to know. Yeah, it is. And then times Labor Day, Halloween, you know, any holiday, basically Thanksgiving, Christmas, et cetera. You can do that. Like, look, we're going to be closed. <laughs> if they don't right. open it, remind them two days before. Look, we're just reminding you because people yeah. are it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Jessica, if you had to um, pinpoint one thing that helped, I guess, the most in growing your business, what would you say that is? I'm looking at your online reputation is exceptional, obviously, in Yelp, there's like 80 something reviews. I think you have a number on Google, Facebook. So I'm just curious if you had to pinpoint one thing out of everything you do, what would you say has helped the business grow the most? Being consistent on social media. Um, I know there's times where I'll let a few days go by um, here and there, but being consistent and trying to, even if it's stories on Instagram, just really keeping up that presence, um, and just keeping that momentum going. And what I try my best to do is plan out my social media post and, um, schedule them ahead of time. So then there's not a day that comes up where I'm like, Oh gosh, like, I don't know what to post today, um, or what I'm going to do tomorrow. And I've drawn a blank. Um, and even just kind of getting an idea of the seasons and kind of what other people post that helps a lot. Cause then there's a, on our website, we have a frequently asked question section on there. 
And there's been times where I'm just like, gosh, I don't know what to post. And I had seen somebody post just a gen generic or typical question that clients will ask often of, you know, the, will I turn orange? Yeah. So then it kind of just reminds me of, oh my gosh, you know, you can literally post anything and break down the frequently asked questions section of the website and make it more informative and not only post pictures of clients or your retail, but scheduling it out and um, getting everything together in advance and being really consistent with it, I feel has helped a lot. Um, another thing I, I um, try to do often is I have, um, let me see what it's called first before I say this wrong. Zip, yeah, zip whip, and that's connected to our business phone number. And so you can text clients through that phone number and it will be your business phone number versus texting through your cell phone, which I love because I don't want clients having my personal cell phone number. Uh, but you can send out text blasts through that. So I'll make images on Canva and send out promotions via text message. So something I like doing is sending out a text to a client before or after asking how the service was and here's the link to our um, Google or Yelp and offer them a $5 coupon for the next time they come in if they leave a, a, a Yelp or a Google review. Yeah. So that that's helped um, a lot as well. Yeah, I was going to ask how you generate the reviews because that's a lot of reviews, especially on Yelp, another little, little uh, more a little bit more touchy with their how they allow the reviews through so mm -hmm. i saw that i saw you had the link tree on there which is great from instagram i think a lot of people are just linking to their website when you could utilize that like you're doing yeah. things yeah yeah absolutely so the that that's a good point too about the the faq just looking for other things you can post about and just because you post about something even if you post about more than once and just because you know, that doesn't mean everybody's going to see it twice. Somebody might just catch it for the first time. So that's right. For sure. What do you, do you use any uh, uh, social media scheduling software? The, um, I use preview. Okay. There's so many of them out there now. Yeah. So preview, you can post everything. Like, I mean, you can do it as far out as you like and then schedule it. It doesn't post it for you, but it will send you a reminder on your phone like that morning if you have it scheduled for six or 10 or whatever. And it sends you like um, a little alarm notification and all you have to do is hit post and then it will post onto your social media. So that's that's really helpful. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's cool too. And then in case you want to make any changes or like, oh, I forgot I was going to update that. <laughs> right, yeah. Just posted it. Very cool. Very cool. So what, uh, before you got started, did you go through any training or certification? I first taught myself, uh, okay. was great, but not of course great at the same time. I feel like I, I, there was still so much to learn as far as the science behind it. Um, and just little ins and outs. So then I went through Norvell and did the, all of my training with them and it was amazing. Yeah, 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 they have a lot of different uh, certifications. So have you been through all of them? Have you been through all the Norvell certifications? Oh, sorry, I think it broke up a little. Uh, I have, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I know they have different levels. So the master, I think master is the highest one. Yes. 
Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They definitely have uh, one of the best training programs out there for sure. Let's see what, what uh, products and equipment do you use? Obviously I'm not using the airbrush anymore. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> um, as far as the machine, I have the Norvell Coliseum um, and my Z gun, which I swear by and I love it. Um, as far as, Solution, I use a mix between Mindtan and Norvell. Okay. As in you mix them yourself or you use one or the other? I don't know. Well, I, I will mix them. I'm not going to lie. I do mix them together. I do. I, I carry Mindtan and Norvell solutions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And anytime I talk to people and they say, oh, we're mixing it or they're just starting out, I'm like, look, you're going to learn your own concoctions and you'll be mixing brands that you don't even know exist. And there's so many. That's just how it works. That's just how it works. (laughs) Um, I I meant to bring up something. I'll go back, kind of backtrack a little bit. Uh, I was looking across your site and you had some memberships and packages on there. Have you found those to be beneficial for your business? Yes, for sure. Especially for brides when, when they know that they have different engagement pictures, parties, that sort of thing coming up to where they're going to want a spray tan regardless. So not only is it great for us because we know they're coming back, but then it saves them money also. Yeah. And that's a package then. Yeah. Yes. What about the memberships? Um, the memberships, we, we haven't, I feel like we've done better with the packages than we have the memberships. Okay. Okay. I've heard people having mixed, mixed reviews, depending. I, I think memberships are a great way, but you have to make sure they're, you have to find a way to make them beneficial for both parties, you know, cause there's, right. it's, easy to, it's easy to get caught up in that. For sure. Something that is on my uh, to-do list right now actually is what can I do to try to make them better, more enticing to clients just because they're not, uh, they don't do, like I said, as well as packages. Yeah. Yeah. And, and something I, and you may have done this, I'm not talking to you necessarily saying this, but people that we've, we've kind of helped or people that reached out is like, ask your best clients, like what would be beneficial for you in a membership? What would you pay? You know, what would you want to get out of it? And those kind of things. And lots of times people don't want to ask, but I think it's a great way to learn from, from people that are. So that's a good way to do it. So memberships are great. That recurring revenue is always good to have and know that that's coming up and uh, find ways to make sure it's beneficial for both parties and you can definitely grow your business using those. So that's an awesome way to do it. Mm-hmm. Awesome way to do it. Well, I, I don't have any other questions for you, Jessica, at this point. I, I do have one final question I'll ask you in a minute, but I just wanted to take time to thank you for coming on and sharing your knowledge. I mean, it's Somebody that's been in the industry for quite some, obviously for eight years, which is quite a long time. And for, for our industry, I think that was just around the time I started and a little bit before I did. But, uh, you know, that's a long time in the industry. You got mobile to, you know, a couple of uh, locations to now the storefront. So you kind of took that, the, the elevator up, you know, the different levels, which is great. Now, obviously, some challenging times for you, but I know you're going to make it through. You're here for the long haul. Uh, for sure. So I, I wanted to thank you before I asked the last question for your time and your expertise. Well, thank you again so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. If anybody has questions for you, do you mind if they reach out one and two, if they do? No, not at all, for sure. What's the best way to reach you? Um, I would say, I would say probably Instagram. Okay. Instagram. Well, I'll link that below the, it's a, 
beautifully or, or be bronze organic, but I'll link that below the interview so people can see it. Um, and, and it's uh, definitely, definitely been great to have you, Jessica. My last question is if you had to write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Do not give up. You're going to have challenging times. You love this. Do not give up. Yeah, that's, that's great. Those are great words to say. I think that rings true for anybody that's uh, ever started a business because it's easy, like we were talking about earlier, it's easy when you have that momentum and riding that wave with the challenging times when you really make the, the, make the moves forward or during the other times. Or mm -hmm. I'm sure you can relate during these times in COVID, a little bit more unsure, probably slower than usual, but it gives you so much time to spend it on, on working on things that you've wanted to do probably. Um, definitely so that that gives you that opportunity but that's that's great words to live by especially in business uh but yeah that's awesome thank you so much jessica i really appreciate your time thanks for ha coming on the podcast it was, it was great to chat with you and we look forward to continue to watch your uh, your journey through the industry well thank you again so much i've definitely enjoyed it for sure yeah no problem at all have a wonderful day and then we'll look forward to hearing from you soon sounds good have a great right. day you too bye, bye, -bye.